0: what's going on everybody welcome back to another brand new Robbie muscle podcast i'm your host, as always tj today we're back to the q and a's again once again you can see we've got a new little camera up here it's, if it's a little bit shaky let me know in the comments everyone joining live on the facebook as usual if you have any questions pop them in the comments below give it a thumbs up please give it a thumbs up helps um get the sh- uh get the live feed into everyone else in in the group's um feed unknown news feed I guess but if you give it a thumbs up really does help if you have any questions put them in the comments and I will make sure that I get to the questions that are asked on the live feed live we have will go for uh, 40 minutes now because we've had to redo this but that's okay go for 40 minutes should be fine um, but before and before we get into the questions I will once again shout out um, Alan Findlay who or Findlay who gave us a five-star review on the apple podcast Their podcast gives great info and has given me confidence with my training that i'm doing the right thing and seeing progress top guy great guests top top info we've got some awesome guests coming on so definitely definitely top guests not sure about top guy but i've been told i'm a bit of a shit bloke but you know whatever it is uh whatever your opinion i'm definitely uh it's definitely not wrong especially if you say that i am a good guy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um once again thumbs up if you're and especially if you're on the YouTubes. Um if you ask questions in the comments on the YouTube as well, I'll get to those in a in a later uh, Q&A edition uh because you'll be watching this after the fact. Um but the live ones I will get to and I will also get to the other questions that have been asked on the rugby muscle athletes facebook group i get to them in order of oldest first and i work my way down and the ones that have been asked on the post i post up ahead of time but if you are not on the rugby muscle athletes facebook group and you're listening to this podcast just type in rugby muscle athletes on facebook uh, or and if you have some if you're on the group you have some friends that need some help out get them into the facebook group get them listen to the podcast spread the word spread the show we want to make sure that because that we the more I do this, the more I see that uh, you know my bubble is great, and the other coaches that I uh, that I share opinions with, um, and that sometimes challenge me, and that work in the field and they get great results. It's all great, but there are so, there is so much out there that is done either poorly, inefficiently, incorrectly. There's so much nonsense out there with rugby, with fitness, with nutrition, with uh, uh, just general training and we want to clear the air. We want to make sure that you guys all have the clarity like Alan apparently does now. And we want to make sure that you guys can really get the best results out of your training. So without further ado, let's get into the questions. So first we have Jack says, Hey TJ, struggling to put on weight. I feel like I'm eating a lot. I have a healthy enough diet. I eat a lot of fruit and veg, steak, eggs, rice, etc. I train four times in the gym a week and four pitch sessions too just looking for advice on how i can get more calories in or if there is higher calorie foods or snacks that i could get also wondering on how many grams of protein i should have in a day and your thoughts on protein powder thanks in advance um so quite a lot of stuff to dig into there and potentially i firstly jack i'd say go listen to my original hypertrophy hacks episode um i will be doing another one of those hypertrophy hacks soon enough um and bringing back that hack series because i think that's a like really good idea to get my um overall thoughts on some areas out there so that i can send you guys like straight, you know if i have any questions on that sort of stuff it's a really good it'll be a good go to on all of my thoughts on an area on a subject if you guys would want that let me know um, and what areas you'd le- you'd want that, let me know. Otherwise, let's talk about firstly, how many grams of protein. I like to shoot quite high on protein, and you'll know that if you've downloaded your free macro calculator at rugby-muscle.com forward slash macros because um, protein is the building blocks, and I've gone back and forth on this because initially when you're told that you need to gym, you know all the information that you'll get in if it's from fitness magazines or bodybuilding magazines you know a lot of uh you know uh, strength and condition influencers fitness influencers all that sort of stuff a lot of that media and a lot of the funding for the fitness industry and for the um, information and even the studies to an extent even the science to an extent is funded by this billion multi-billion dollar supplement industry that we now have which the basis of which is different protein powders. So they want you to have or to think that you need a lot of protein. It benefits them because let me just, let me just, as long as the recording is okay, then I don't care. Let's just carry on. Um, so you're initially told that you need so much protein, right? Because all of your influence comes from the supplement industry. Then you realize, you, you know, then you, you maybe dig a little bit deeper into real nutrition and you know the science of the nutrition and they're like oh you actually don't need that much protein but that is based on for the most part it's based on normal people that don't wish to um, strength train let alone wish to strength train to maintain muscle and grow muscle which means you need more building blocks and if we're referring to protein as the building blocks then you you know even if you're just trying to gain muscle like And that's it. And you don't think about it too much, then it's obvious that you need some building blocks. If you're living life in a general day to day life, like you need building blocks to replace cells, it just happens, right over time, like all of your cells in your body need to be replaced, they just die and, and come out. So evolution, you need more building blocks for that. But then you're also trying to become bigger, so you need even more building blocks. So you're not just replacing the old ones, you're actually trying to build new ones. And if you're strength training, you're tearing down them on a more regular basis because you're you're tearing your, your muscles by doing work. If you're also a rugby player, then you're also running around. You're also getting into contact, physical contact with someone else, which means you're going to be damaging your cells, which means you're going to even need even more protein. So I do think that you need a lot of protein. I think starting at 2 grams per pound is probably a good start. 2.2 grams per kilo of body weight I I like to um, start at. Again, rubby-muscle.com forward slash macros is your best way to figure out exactly what your protein needs would be. Um, I think you start there. I think that's probably the minimum that you need. Maybe you could go a little bit lower if you're dieting and you're not like smashing the weights and you're not um in rugby season potentially you could go a little bit lower but i wouldn't like to um and the reason that sometimes become can become an issue for someone that's gaining weight is protein is fairly satiating right it fills you up um a lot of people that have those protein bars you know 20 grams of protein all of a sudden that bar is really really filling versus a mars bar where you could probably eat three of the fuckers um so you've really got to understand that protein power, protein is satiating, which is a good thing for if you're trying to diet. But if you're trying to gain mass, which, Jack, you are, it's difficult to uh, – it makes it more challenging, right? Because you've got to eat more protein and you're eating a food that's filling you up. Plus, you've then got to eat more and more and more calories. And if you're not gaining weight, you need to eat more calories, which really should come from carbohydrates, Um that's essentially the crux and that's the beginning and the end of the issue if you're if you're right to me and you're eating enough protein okay and you're training hard enough which i don't know that you are so really that that could be an issue as well Um, if you're training hard enough and you're eating enough protein and you're not gaining weight carbohydrates that's it more and more and more and more carbohydrates um some people would say you know sacrifice those pitch sessions because they might be hampering you in terms of signaling, cell signaling in terms of like what your muscles want to do. Do they want to grow or do they want to make sure they're not growing too much because you're doing these four sessions? I think as a rugby player, keeping in the set, the pitch sessions is fine. Um, Make sure they're not too high intensity. Just make sure that they're nice and aerobic. So they're making you a better player, but also not causing too much fatigue so that you can train hard in the gym. Um, I think that it's then as long as you're doing that and you're being then you got to understand that those four pitch sessions, if they're not fatiguing you, that's they're good, but you've still got to account for the calories that they're going to burn. Like you still got to account for the fact that that you're going to need energy to do those sessions, which means that you're going to need even more carbohydrates on top of the more carbohydrates that you needed in general to gain weight for your gym sessions. Now, not only have you got a, uh, a big diet that you've got, you know, a good few thousand calories, of um food but you've got to eat a good few thousand calories of food to gain weight um in general from your gym sessions now you've got to gain weight in gym sessions and make sure you're eating enough to not only perform and recover from your pitch sessions as well so you've got all of that going in which all of that really just essentially means more calories and more carbohydrates so you've got to keep eating those so where you've said you eat a lot of fruit and veg it might be a case where you're so full that you have to sacrifice some of that vegetable. So tracking your food on my fitness power is a good way to do this because then you can track how much fiber you're eating. And if you're eating over 80 grams, you know, of fiber, then you might have to drop a little bit lower on a vegetable intake and, and get in some quote unquote unclean carbs, ideally around your training sessions or at night, because then they help you sleep, which is also going to help you repair and grow muscle um you know your white rices your, your starchy carbohydrates are always there but the more palatable you can make it the better um and for that i think you've said there like um how i can get more calories in and higher calorie foods or snacks like cereal is always a good go-to if you can just smash a box of cereal right you've already smashed a good few hundred grams of carbs dense um carbs as well like uh like and i mean dense not as in like nutrient dense i mean dense as in like bagels like thick like you can smash a couple bagels and that's a good few hundred grams of carbs right there and that's just two bagels and you can smash that in less than 10 minutes um what else so bagels and cereal are really good hacks um people like to put honey post training i think if you can just have a good bowl of cereal with protein post training that's that's a really good one um. other than that like have some bread have a you know slice of white toast with every or a couple slices of white toast with every meal um, like you would do when you're Um, I think I've mentioned Sean mentioned this in his po- in the podcast I did with him um, about when he's dieting just throws in some spinach or some vegetables with every single meal likewise like that makes it thicker that makes it um, easier to eat less calories where if you're trying to eat more calories then just throwing in some rice or throwing in some carbs with every single meal is a really good way to make sure that you're eating more and more and more and it, it shouldn't be too much of an issue getting four to five big meals is easy is the easiest way of doing it as well rather than being a slave um and trying to gain more than that it just becomes unnecessary and, and becomes like mentally fatiguing, right? If you've got to do, if you if your job is just to eat, it gets boring, and, and you just won't be able to do that long term enough in order to gain weight. But just have a have four three to five huge meals, and you should be fine. Um, and I think the other thing that if you're really struggling there, another sort of quote unquote hack that I can tell you is to make sure that you have a dessert with at least two of those meals. Um, and uh, and again, that dessert could just be a bowl of cereal with protein powder, like that could work. Or it could be, you know, some sort of pancake, or it could be some sort of. Um, you could make it like a sweet potato pie. Those sorts of things. Like if you change the taste up, and you go from salty to sweet, you can eat more. And that's why fat people always have uh, a dessert with their meals. Like that's why they're fat because they can. It's if it, you are able to eat a lot more when you're changing taste. This isn't a reflection of them in terms of how they are as a person or their discipline or anything. It's just that it becomes easier to eat more food if you change up the flavors. Um, So going from from a, a savory meal to a sweet meal, can enable you to eat more calories that way uh, and particularly more carbs so hopefully that helps rice pudding so cream of rice can really help with that that can be a really good post uh, meal dessert or post training food and with that i think i've had that question jack if you're still struggling to pull on weight, reach out and we'll we'll, we'll um we we'll nail it even more, but I think I covered a lot of that stuff in the hypertrophy hacks. Really make sure that you're training hard enough, and, and the things that I've put in that in the podcast, the hypertrophy hacks, talks about the different training aspects. Because I'm not, you know, I don't know that you're not training enough. So um, you should then from there see the weight go up on the scale. All right, Joe says, I just want to be able to create simple and effective training plans for different stages of the season, off season, in season, pre, uh, post season. Okay. So the, the, probably the best way to do that is, um, it's, it, you know, I think there is no simple and effective plan that is just for you and it's easy. You really have to analyze who you are as a player. And I can't really answer like, I can't just tell you what a, a simple and effective plan is for you. There are so many different ways that you can develop and so many different things that you can help or that you can improve to help you as a rugby player that I would suggest either um, following a year round periodized program such as Team Rugby Muscle, rugby-muscle.com forward slash team or um like really digging in deep into what you need to do as a player, create a long-term like two-year plan and uh, you know, it kind of can revolve around the season, but understand that like that's only a small influence, especially if you're a rep, if you're an amateur player, Hi guys, I just wanted to jump in here to tell you that if you're enjoying this podcast and you want to become a better athlete, then you can go ahead and visit rugby-muscle.com and pick up any of our free goodies. That is uh, the 50 free rugby conditioning sessions, the physique nutrition crash course video series, the supplement guide, and newly added is a macro calculator. Yes, that's right, a macro calculator where you will be able to work out your protein, carbs, fat, and calories that you should be eating on a daily basis to give you a guide as to where to to start your diet from, this will help in conjunction with your 50 free conditioning sessions to build you out a decent little plan that will enable you to take control of your training and use effective training and nutrition to become a better athlete. All of that stuff and more can be found at rugby muscle.com or rugby muscle.com forward slash macros for the macro breakdown. Okay, I believe we are back live. This um, internet issues been rather disruptive this morning oh well it's uh we should be back live and i was in the midst of answering a question let me find it again from uh joe who's mentioned about um creating a program for off-season pre-season um and in-season and i think and post-season as well uh i think the best way the best thing is rugby-mustle.com forward slash team that's why i made it um it's a year-round program if you want if you know if you want a general rugby players program for especially for an amateur three to five sessions is probably your commitment three to six sessions actually you can repeat some of the sessions um three to six sessions a week is all i ask of you um and that way you can commit and you can actually really make some proper gains because there's so many different areas that you can improve as a rugby player. It's it's very difficult to give individual outputs, but if you have a full year or two of strength training that allows you to really hit uh the minimum you need on each of the areas and really make significant progress and I say all the time that most people underestimate what they can achieve uh in a in a year, but they overestimate what they can achieve in like 4 weeks. And they, and that's why they put all their eggs into tr- really trying to achieve as much as can in four weeks. But if you just take a step back and you, you know, you just keep consistent, you keep those four weeks as you know minimal progress, and you do that ten to twelve times throughout a year, you've made mu- you're going to make absolutely phenomenal progress. And I think that that gets lost on a lot of people. And Rabbi Das muscle, come forward slash team i i I completely mumbled that but rubby-muscle.com forward slash team is your best way to to do that or you can really analyze exactly what you need as a player um and you know create your own one to two year program where you're working on power strength speed and you're giving yourself enough time to um recover and you're being realistic with your actual commitment because you're not, you know, if you're an amateur player, you're not going to be able to make 15 sessions a week. You're not going to be able to make f- uh, three-hour sessions. You know, be realistic with your commitment um, and understand that you, if you can just keep taking those easy gains year-round, then they're going to add up to substantial amounts. And really, um, outside of that, check out the rugby players, uh, the the rugby physical preparation pyramid on youtube and i and i will outlay exactly what you guys need as players as well okay next question comes from um joe who says hey tj would like to know what you would recommend for building endurance and cardio speak about this all the time rugby is an aerobic sport from what we know 90 to 95 percent of rugby is spent walking standing still or jogging very, very, very slowly. So what you if you once you wrap your head around that, like you wrap your head around the fact that um like what really counts is those tiny percentages. Okay. So doing things for five minutes, doing a, a, a ridiculously tough circuit workout no matter how hard it can be, um like that is like not going to benefit you as a rugby player, right? Because there is no period of rugby where you're going for 10 five to 10 minutes without stopping. It's not happening. You're spending, for if you're spending five minutes of rugby, you take any five minutes of rugby, most of that's going to be spent walking or jogging. Um, so number one, get take advantage of that. So make sure that you are really work in low level aerobic system. That's 120 to 130 uh, heart rate pretty much. Keep it at that. Don't go too hard. Go for 40 minutes. Uh tempos are a good way of doing that. Um and I build it. Uh, yeah. Again, talk about uh, talk about the different styles of tempos that you can you can do a lot as part of Team Rubby Muscle. But otherwise, um, yeah, you know, anything that you can do, circuit training as well, but it's kept where your heart rate is kept between 120, maybe to 140, okay, you're not pushing yourself too hard because you're then getting that heart rate, um, or you're building out a stronger heart to be able to perform that better. Um, You're also then focusing on the other end of the spectrum, that uh, 5 odd percent where you're really pushing it and you're really going to push it and then you're going to give yourself a big break so you're working that high high power output system where you're really pushing it so you're sprinting or you're grappling or you're you know doing whatever it is as effective and explosive and as dynamic as you can and then you're giving yourself a minute or so of, of rest allowing yourself to then perform it as fast and explosive powerful dynamic as you can again what a lot of people do when they do like tabatas and shit like that you're not resting enough that you that uh you're performing it uh, at any sort of intensity by the end right which means that you're not replicating rugby you want to make sure that every um interval that you do is intense and it's hard and it's and it's um uh explosive and powerful You want to make sure that really, and this is a rule for tempos, but it can definitely be a rule for high, high power output stuff, is if you're doing um, your first rep and your last rep at exactly the same intensity, that's probably a good thing because that means that you're pushing it, it means you're resting it enough, and that means that your intensity remains high enough. Um, The endurance that you need for rugby is about, performing high intensity and then resting and then performing at a high level again, not performing for five minutes consistently or 10 minutes consistently. That's just not what we see in rugby. Um, that's, that's what I would do for your endurance and your cardio, Joe. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, my camera thing has gone away again because that might suggest that we're not there, but if I am there, give me a thumbs up on the Facebook group because this live feed has been dipping in and dipping out. Um, I don't even know what it's going to look like after the fact that whether it pieces it together or not, but we'll figure it out. Uh, we've got 10 more minutes. So any questions that are coming in on the live feed, I'll get to. Otherwise let's get to some more from the Facebook group from before. Um, Justin want to know again, strengthening edition program in different seasons, rubbery-muscle.com forward slash team, Justin, um, it wants to be one of the best flankers in hong kong so to be like it's it, flanker is one of the positions where we do get a lot of gym monkeys but it's also one of the positions that you can really make your your own you cuz because if you look at different flankers around the world there are different like pl- very 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 different playing styles right you got your peter steff de Toy, who's a big bruiser but gets a lot of the um like the non-flashy work done as well just a really classy player then you've got your um you know your curry boys that are everywhere and are just fit but they're not they're they're bigger than what you think but they're not huge right but they get around the field and they get to every break or uh, they're really influential influential at breakdowns when they get to there and i think Something um, about being an effective flanker is also picking and choosing where you're going to be, like where you're going to put your effort into. Um, I've been watching a lot of the Curry boys, not recently, but in the past year or so. um, And What you see is they pick and choose the rucks that they're going to try and get a turnover really well, right? There's there's sometimes where they get, they're at most breakdowns, right? But then they get to a breakdown and then they leave it because they realize that they're not going to get a jackal on that one. So they leave themselves, they get back into the line and then they get to the next breakdown. And they're like, oh, nope. And then they, you know, but within four breakdowns, there are every single breakdown or every single tackle situation and then by the fourth one, they're like, right, actually, I can get I can get a jackal here. So they go and perform that jackal. They get a turnover. And um, there we go. Now my MacBook is nice and charged. Um, and they get a turnover. And you, you think, wow, these guys are effective at every breakdown. But you, you don't see the few that they, they skip over because they would have been a waste. Had they committed to that earlier breakdown, then they're not going to be available for the ones – a little bit later down the line. So that's something, you know, tactical and skill preparation is something that rugby doesn't cover. I mean, rugby muscle, rugby strength and conditioning in general, it leaves a little bit. And I it's something that I'm trying to work on as part of the team. Rugby muscle's part of the service is to help you guys out with some of that tactical and uh skill preparation. Um and you'll see some of that stuff coming up on the Rugby Muscle Athletes Facebook page as we uh, as we go into the fall and as we go into rugby Hopefully returning, well, at least for a lot of Europe, I don't think rugby will return here in the States uh, this year. But, yeah, I think that answers that question. We'll move on to Jonathan, who says, Son is 14, wants to train, but due to COVID, it's been a lot of ups and downs. I coach also for the last 23 years, and for him, I want to know how he can efficiently work on cardio at the same time, do some weights, Though I worry, as he is growing so damn fast. Size 12 feet, just had his 14th birthday. So feet grow. Apparently, I I don't know if this is true, but I've been told that um, uh, kids' feet grow before their bodies so that it can sort of prepare them to grow. So size 12 feet mean, probably means that he's going to be a big, tall lad for sure. Um, he's only had his 40th birthday, so he's 5'7". He's probably going to be well over 6 feet. Um, if he's got size twelve feet, uh, six feet tall, I should say, um, hasn't hit his growth spurt. Yeah, he he will size twelve feet. He'll 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 be over six feet. I'm I'm almost certain of that. Um, so as a fourteen year old, like he's and if he hasn't hit his growth spurt yet, this is he is primed to grow. If I remember right, this is the same post that uh, Bo then said he should sign up with tj and you know he can and and that would help him a lot but really it's doing the basics and and it's there's nothing wrong with weights um but he doesn't need too much right three sessions a week of squatting um three uh, of doing some sort of push-up variation so really all he needs to do at that age is 10 to 20 reps two to three sets of a vertical push right Overhead press, some sort of uh, overhead press, uh, a horizontal push, some sort of bench press or push up variation, um, a horizontal row, so some sort of pulling variation, some sort of uh, you know bent over row, body weight row, any of those sorts of things, um, and then a hor- and then a vertical pull, right? Um, so a pull down or a pull up. 10 to 20 reps of all of those things, a squat variation, a hip hinge variation, probably a lunge variation, probably a carry variation. Do those two to three times a week, uh, 10 to 20 reps, one to three sets. Make sure that the the weight is slowly adding or the reps are slowly adding and eat. That will cover all of your uh, your growing needs as a 14-year-old. Then we can look at, different jump variations we can look at um doing some sprints as well i would do those on the weight days as well before doing the weights then from there you've also got enough scope on the other days to do um basic aerobic work and if you go back to what i just spoke about uh, earlier on the podcast with the conditioning stuff any of that sort of low level stuff is going to make sure that uh, and it's going to keep you um uh, away from getting to a level of fatigue where it's going to uh, affect your lifting and, and potentially put that into a, a risk any sort of risk category. As long as you keep it low enough and he gets aerobically fit, then um, you're going to be fine to perform on your high days as well. So two two to three sessions of each, each week should be fine enough for now. And then as he gets to a 16-year-old, he'll already be huge. Probably if he g- gets a good two years in from that, He'll he'll be massive by that point, and then we'll be able to uh, make some good improvements. Um, let's do – oh, no, I've already answered the fasting question in the previous question – in, previ- in a previous podcast. So if you go to the Fasting Q&A podcast to find out more about fasting, that will be answered there. Otherwise, let's – should we go for one more? Yeah, sure. Um, let's go for Kian, who says – I know it's late, but I want to get better at being more dominant in tackles and collisions. So for this, um, Kean, what I would suggest is essentially working on your power, working on your um, overall general strength. Uh, obviously, the heavier you are, the more dominant you're going to be in collisions, especially as a carrier, right? It, like Some of that isn't just being muscular, it's just being having mass. So sometimes that's why some chunkier players can like I'm thinking about maybe like your uh, Billy vernapola's or your uh let me think of a New Zealander like that. I don't know, Thomas Wardrum. <laughs> if if you if you remember him from was in New Zealand and then became I think he became an England international. But if you just if you've just got some weight to you, you can be dominant in collisions without you know, necessarily being explosive, but then the more explosive you can be, the more dominant you're going to be. The more dynamic you can be, the better you're going to be in, in tackles and collisions as well, right? It's not a case of just hitting straight. You want to hit around, catch people on their weak points, and then you can be dominant as well. If we're talking about getting in big hits, it's also about timing. It's not just about being huge. It's really as much about timing that tackle. Um, a lot of tackles are done where you just – like line your opponent up you get some re- you put your footwork in to before you get into the collision uh you put in so you, that your feet are in the right place so that you can explode into the tackle a lot of people miss out on that footwork and they're and they're trying to get tackles from like really far away and you're never going to be dominant if you're not in a if you're not in the right area Right, it's kind of like if you look at boxing, it's a lot of boxing is about footwork, and you don't think about that. You think about, oh, how can I punch someone really hard? Well, Floyd Mayweather or Conor McGregor, they're not huge, right? But they can hit someone really fucking hard because they know where to hit and they can hit them from the right angles at the right spot, and they can then use their whole body. You don't have to be huge to make a huge tackle, um, you but you, you, you do have to be explosive. But you also really have to time it well and you have to be in the right position. So that's what goes into making huge collisions. And I'm going to put a, uh, a post up about this because I saw a huge hit from George Williams who is a uh, sm- relatively small um, outside uh, standoff. He's a essentially a, what, a fly half in rugby league. As close to that as you can get, number seven. He's English, but he's a little guy. And he put in a huge hit in the NRL recently. And it's something that, I thought I was like, well, this is this shows how much of making a huge hit is about um, timing, uh, footwork, and position. Right, and, and, and once you're there, then you can explode into the tackle and be dominant. So, hope that answers your question, Kian. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that episode it's been a bit of a nightmare in terms of connecting but we'll we'll get back and we'll get back to a strong wi-fi connection very soon and we'll really be able to answer you guys questions if you have any more questions always rugby muscle athletes facebook page otherwise give us a thumbs up and a five star review type up a few words and with that uh thank you guys so much for making it all the way to the end much love and i'll see you guys in the next one all right thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode of the Robbie muscle podcast then i've got a quick little request and a potential prize giveaway for you if you do said request all i want you to do is go to apple Podcasts and type up a five star review just your general opinions of the podcast would be great feedback but also helps us reach higher rankings get more exposure allow me to attract more guests and devote more time to developing a better all around podcast experience for you All you have to do once again is go and give us a five-star review on whatever podcast service you use. Let me know you've got it and then every single week I'll be selecting one review to give away a free prize. That free prize will be either one free month of Team Rugby Muscle. That's our world-class strength condition program app delivered directly to your phone or if that doesn't interest you then we've got one free consultation where I'll go over your training program, your nutrition and advise you how to best plan for your goals. Even if none of those things interest you, it's still doing me a solid and helping the podcast grow by going and giving us a five-star review. There's no real excuse. It takes like one minute, and that helps to show out exponentially. So I'd really appreciate it if you could do that. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll see you in the next one.